Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Hump Day. Uh, it is a rainy morning here in the Valley of the Sun. In some parts, uh, I heard I got... Uh, one of those alerts on the radio driving into work uh, about some severe weather and flooding. So be careful out there. Uh, don't go in those washes if there's water in it. Uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? I think we had to pass. This is how bad it is. We had to pass a stupid motorist law that says, uh, you know, we got and here in Arizona. Uh, we don't build bridges over all of these little, what I'll call washes, for lack of a better term, because they only fill up with water when it rains, and then usually with an hour or two after it rains, sometimes it'll last a little longer if it's a really big rain, uh, they, they dry right up again, but the river uh, the roads just get flooded out, and some there's always somebody that tries to drive through there. Don't do it. Uh, don't be that guy. You'll make TV, though. You'll be famous. Uh, speaking of famous, I'm joined with my partner, Jason Walker, who runs our Colorado office. And Jason, you know, Jason's a guy, listen, Jason's a really smart guy. You guys know that. You listen to him a lot. You, you know he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I, but I always hate highlighting uh, when, you know, he he nails something. You know, I, I, you know, I, I like to, to hog the spotlight, so to speak. But yesterday, Jason, you were talking about the holidays, and you said get ready for all of these big retailers to hire significantly less people this holiday season than the past. That's what you said yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks like uh, they're trying to sell the stuff early and, and have less personnel because, let's face it, you can't find anyone in a Walmart anyway to when you speak to them. I think this holiday, is gonna, holiday season is going to be worse. Well, it's funny you said Walmart because Walmart this morning announced how many people they plan on hiring for the holiday season to give you perspective, last season, they hired 150,000 plus another 20,000 on what they said, the supply chain. So 150,000 people for the stores, another 20,000 for the warehousing. Today, they said they're going to hire 40,000 people. <laughs> For their stores and only 1,500 people for what they call logistics. Uh, so 170,000 turned into 41,500 this year. So you nailed it. <laughs> I think next, when, the, <clears throat> when the holidays are over, we get into early January and the, the holiday layoffs happen, I think they'll be also doubling and tripling on that and telling people, well, the holidays are over, so we need to get rid of you. And the guy's going to be like, well, I've been working here 12 years. <laughs> uh, the holidays affect my position. Well, that's just the way it is. I, I also see that, Joe. I also see a, a, a double, triple the layoff after the holiday season's over because they're not going to need those people. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, and I agree. I think we're going to see big-time layoffs coming uh, after the holiday season, but this is not a good start. Obviously, Walmart not anticipating a very good uh, holiday season. I mean, I, 
I don't even know what to say. A hundred and fifty thousand to forty. You know what else Wait, I saw, that, Joe? I saw something last night. This will just add to this. It's, it's Walmart. So this guy, he does. He's he's a YouTuber guy, but he is he was showing. Not all WalMarts, but there's there's a, a whole bunch of department stores, and Walmart being one of them. He showed this one in particular, but he says it's it's sporadic throughout the country. They're building because because WalMarts don't have any storage space in them. It's just it's all goes to the floor. They have they have an unloading dock area, and then it goes to the floor. But suddenly, a bunch of WalMarts. Remember, we talked earlier uh, last year where there's a, there's a huge amount of new warehousing being built in California, right, to store stuff that isn't getting purchased. Well, he showed this particular Walmart built storage area that's about 25% more square footage uh, compared to the rest of the whole building to start putting pallets and just shove stuff. That's what's going on, Joe. They're, they're, they're now building, they're actually going through the expense of building extra uh, storage space at some of these Walmarts. That is not good, Joe. There, there's People aren't going to be buying this stuff, so they need to put it somewhere. Yeah, and this is something where, this is just what this announcement says to me. Hey, we actually need to lay people off right now. We have too many employees in the store right now. And 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 instead of that, hey, we'll just hang on to them uh, during the holidays. And and then, like, to Jason's point, after the holidays, big rounds of, of layoffs coming. Uh, by the way, uh, this is Fed Day today. Uh, Fed Wednesday got the big announcement coming. Uh, we've got news on housing uh, out here before the bell. Uh, existing home sales falling like a rock now. So we're now down uh, below $5 million on an annualized rate. Uh, the sales are now down over 20% year over year. Uh, the, more bad news. They're now saying a 30-year fixed mortgage which started the year at 3%. As of the writing of this uh, release this morning, now 6.5% on a 30-year fix, so more than doubled. And they're saying, Jason, this is the worst housing number outside of COVID, like, you know, uh, the April-May period when they shut everything down for COVID. If you take that month away in 2020... This is the worst existing home sales number uh, going back to like 2015 or 2014. And the problem is they're saying the slowdown is just getting started in housing. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. It's a weird day. It's Fed Day. Gold's up. Silver's up. This is uh, silver's been really showing a very strong bottoming pattern, and it looks like gold now is doing the same. I think everybody expects the three quarters today. I think everybody expects uh, the Fed is going to then go into. Hey, we're going to go 50 points the next time around. And I, I think that is uh, going to provide very good support uh, for gold and silver going forward. But like I told you, this and this thing is not done. Uh, crude prices higher again this morning. All of a sudden, of course, I've been telling you this for weeks, right? This is all fake. Our little drop in gas prices, 
And it wasn't little. It was a pretty big drop. Let's not kid ourselves. It was a big drop. It was all a mirage. And what I mean by that was all as we did is we, we covered up the, our lack of investment in oil. In the Biden administration, these morons that don't know what is, they have no clue what the real realities are. All this they wanted to do was get gas prices down before the midterms uh, and, and hopefully try to hang on uh, to, to the Senate. And, 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 you know, I'm sure they think they're going to hang out of the House and the Senate, what have you, by taking all this oil out of the strategic oil reserve. Uh, this morning in the oil pits, they're saying that the elephant in the room right now is the the – Keeping of the lid on oil prices, why the the rise in rates and the strong dollar uh, is going to go away based on the fact that the oil coming out of the strategic oil reserve is going to come to an end next month. And Jason, I've been saying this all along, oil prices are not going to stay down much longer. No, no, and I, I don't see inflation going away very soon. So it's it's everything's it's just going to get more expensive on all fronts. You know, the supply problems, the, of course, the uh, the political problems. There's there's nothing about uh, the geopolitical problems. There's nothing about what's going on in the world that's that says, oh, things should just get cheaper with oil. There's there's no facet. There's no information. There's no evidence of it, Joe. Yeah, and then last night, early this morning, Vladimir Putin. Uh, uh, addressed uh, the uh, the Russian citizenry, uh, mobilizing three hundred thousand more troops, uh, reiterating that uh, the war in Ukraine is not ending. Russia is going to do whatever it takes. Uh, I think that. Uh, any glimmer of hope that maybe this thing could come to an end uh, got put out last night, Jason. And, and, and I think that problem is going to continue to get worse before it gets better. Uh, so the energy side of things, it's not looking very good at all. Uh, just to give you some perspective. So we have every week we get oil inventories. Every week. The last couple of weeks, this week included, We've had builds, when you add it all up together, so crude oil, uh, gasoline, and diesel fuel, if you add them all up together, some have pluses, some have minus, but you add it together, and we're building about three to four million barrels a week. But it may be like a million barrels of crude oil, a million barrels of gasoline, and a couple million barrels of diesel, and then next week it turns, you know, it's the other way around. But here's the problem with that, and this is what they're, they're uh, alluding to. We're pulling eight and a half to nine million barrels out of the strategic oil reserve every week. So people are like, well, as soon as that ends, we're going to be losing four to five million barrels every week, Jason. And so that's why uh, everybody's saying, okay, you know, playtime's about over when it comes to gas prices. Yeah, yeah, uh, it definitely. Uh, anytime you see any kind of markets and anything, you know, if you look at a historical chart, you know you'll see these little squiggly lines that go up and down and up and down. And then if things are getting more expensive or going higher, it, it kind of moves up. Or if it's going down, it squiggles down. 
really where we're at gas prices, Joe. We're at kind of one of those where it's been it went up sharply for a long time, and it just kind of comes back. That little that little part when things get more expensive and it's, it comes back, we kind of had that little that little part of the line, and then it's just going to go back into the upward motion. I mean, wow. how high can gas you prices know, get? Yeah, you want to know why Walmart's only hiring forty thousand people? Because Walmart sells gas. Walmart they're, they're aware of everything. They already know this, and they're going. Wait a minute. Gas is going to be four or five. Heaven forbid something bad happens, maybe $6 a gallon. Uh, people aren't going to have the money. We don't need uh, all this stuff. This is yep. why retailers in mass, they're canceling billions now uh, of orders, Jason, over the yep. holidays. Uh, they're pulling back, uh, and it's not just Walmart. It, it's across the board. Uh, where these retailers are really scaling back on all of these orders that that uh, they were hoping to bring in for the holiday season. And, again, I'm telling you right now, uh, I think that the big reason that this is occurring is they already know uh, what's going to be happening with gas prices. Uh, Target uh, canceling, Walmart canceling. Now they're saying that orders canceled for, uh, so far one5 billion dollars uh that target alone has canceled Kohl's, under armor also have been canceling large quantities of orders so uh, again the retailers know a lot more about what's coming and again we're saying this right now we think third quarter gdp is going to be negative and the retailers are telling us fourth quarter gdp could be really ugly jason yeah, yeah, Joe. I don't see having a positive quarter coming up very soon. And you know, those forty thousand workers are hiring. If if they are building quasi warehouses in the back of their stores, they're gonna have to have to hire someone for that job, I guess. Hey, all of our stuff we can't sell. We have to have somebody cataloging that. So I think some of it's just gonna be well. Uh, um, we're not gonna throw this stuff in the trash because we're hoping for a better uh, a better economy at some point in the future. So <clears throat> let's get the guy that can catalog and put the stuff in the warehouse right so they you know a brand new situation at walmart they haven't had because they don't have warehouses and storage yeah that's a thing of the past all the retailers have have gotten you know that's that's how good right the just-in-time inventory had gotten that that yep. uh, back rooms became uh, unnecessary now the problem is they've got no room in these stores and they're marking down stuff as fast as they can and it's just not good enough but now I'm going to shift gears. We got this. Listen, we've been telling you, this has never happened here before. I don't care what they say about how it's different. We're in a recession period. It's getting worse. The jobs are going to be the last piece of it. I think Walmart today let just let you all know what to expect. I mean, when's the last time Walmart only hired 40,000 seasonal workers? I've never seen it. I've never seen that little. That just tells you they have way too too much help now. Uh, this is a big, big indicator of what's happening. And, of course, the Fed, look at what we're talking about on rates. Listen, we got a lot higher to go yet. Uh, and, and this is the problem. And Jason and I kept talking about this double Great Depression and, and, and listen, we're right on track with this. I've been warning you about October. Wait for October. It's almost here. I hope you're getting ready because I'm going to talk about what's next. Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen, 
the Treasury Secretary now, right? The former head of the Fed. By the way, it was her, you know, two percent that two percent inflation target. That was her brainchild, by the way. Yeah, see, we could uh, tell everybody how two percent inflation's great. Right? Hey, we just want your money to be worth 2% less every year, year after year. Don't worry that 20 years from now that means it's worth 40% less. Don't pay attention to that. Of course, now you're losing 20% in a single year. But she's been out, and I mean everywhere, talking about the need for higher taxes and significantly higher taxes. Here's what's interesting. We're going to break a record for tax collection in 2022. I mean, we're going to hit almost $5 trillion. I'm not kidding. We're actually going to collect like a trillion dollars more in taxes this year than we did the uh, the previous year. And obviously a new all-time record high. And Janet Yellen is saying individuals and companies – you're going to need to pay a lot more in Jason because she knows. Right. And the problem, the problem is, Joe, is it, is it more as a percentage or more as just dollars from earnings? And that's what I'm afraid of is the higher percentage. Federal taxes up 45% in two years. Now, granted, we had the COVID thing, so that, that uh, uh, didn't help. But it is now almost 20% of GDP. Think about it, $5 trillion. 20% of GDP going to taxes. That is the largest amount since World War II. And Janet Yellen saying it's not anywhere close to enough. Just the interest. The interest on the debt is skyrocketing. This thing is headed out of control. Think about now we're in the midst of a slowdown. People are going to start losing their jobs. Tax revenue is going to start declining. We, we, we're living in, in this horrible environment that's coming, and then they're going to have to throw record tax increases on top of this, Jason. This is the perfect storm. And we covered that a little bit yesterday, didn't we, on the, uh, the half-empty cup of Joe about taxes and uh, how uh, most Americans – uh, they pay more on uh, taxes than they do all of their other bills except for rent and mortgage. You know, your, your, your food, your energy, your clothing, your you know, extra spending, all of that spending for the average household is less than taxes. It's, it's crazy. It's, 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 it's going to get worse, Joe. Here's the plan. According to the sec- Treasury Secretary, she wants to increase the corporate tax rate to the highest rate uh, in the developed world. Remember, Donald Trump cut corporate taxes under the plan. They want a combined average federal state tax rate that would be 32.8% or 40% higher then the combined 23.4% that it is now, and of course, Jason, listen, all that means, listen, these companies, they're not dumb. If that happens, what is going to happen? Well, we're going to lay people off, and we're going to raise prices, making inflation even worse. Corporate taxes is a tax on you, the, the citizen. The, the corporations never pay taxes. They can make the corporate tax of 75%. And that just means you and I, Joe, we're, and all the citizens of this country, we will be paying 75% more for those goods. So the way they can say, well, we're not taxing you. We're taxing the corporations. That's how they're taxing us. That's, it's one of the little monetary tricks 
to say, well, we're going to char- charge a corporation some extra taxes, and that's how we're going to fix things. Nope, that's charging us, Joe. And again, individuals are part of this as well. Uh, these 87,000 IRS agents, it's starting to make a lot more sense, isn't it? Starting yep. to make a, a lot more sense. The tax ban is coming. Believe me when I tell you. Uh, how about this? The two-year note uh, has broken through 4%. This is the highest level the two-year note has been since October of 2007. Uh, and, and, Jason, we got a lot more to go. The highest since 2007. That just gives you an idea of how long the Federal Reserve has been pumping money, endlessly money pumping into this system to try to keep it afloat. I told you, I've been telling you, I'm going to keep telling you. You have that money in the bank, you're a fool, period. They never fixed it. Dodd-Frank didn't fix anything. They didn't fix too big to fail, Jason. All as they did is try to cover it up with endless money printing, and now we've created this horrible problem that we're in where we've got massive inflation with an economic slowdown on top of it. Yeah, it's the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna run uh, a twenty dollar gold special today. This is uh, the before the Fed special, uh, nineteen ninety five. So your opportunity to to buy below two thousand uh, dollars, nineteen ninety five. After the Fed uh, does their announcement this afternoon. Uh, that price may change. Uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen normally, right, Jason? Normally yeah. when we have Fed meetings, gold and silver pull back. Uh, it's kind of odd right now because they're, they're, they're higher right now. And I think a lot of them are anticipating a, a softer Jay Powell that uh, started to get worried about uh, economic conditions. And then the reality is going to set in that, uh, this little reprieve in energy is coming to an end as well. The Fed's in the corner here, Jason, just like we said they're going to be. Just makes you wonder, you know, because, you know, my position, I think the whole thing is rigged. Makes me wonder that that big 1,300-point drop last week makes me think, well, you know, the, the, because it's all about the biggest players and the biggest money. Well, let's just sell it off a week ahead. And then when the actual bad news comes in and everybody really should be selling, we'll just put the money back in. It'll, it'll, it'll look green on, on the board, so everyone will be okay. Hey, there's no panic. It's it's in the positive. I guess this 75-point basis hike, is it's not that bad. We're in the green today. I mean, that's I think that's kind of how foolish the whole thing is, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, the the realities are, are, are pretty simple here. Uh, the Wall Street is going to be the last one, and I get it. I understand it. They they. They were hoping that the Fed's funds rate wouldn't even get to 3%. We're expecting this afternoon the new Fed's funds rate to be between 3 and 3 and a quarter percent. There's a little bit of debate about the next two meetings. Uh, right now, it's, it's kind of split between another 75 points in October. Or I'm sorry, in, uh, well, the end of October, beginning of November, and then 50 points in December, or is it just going to be another 50-50? Either way, 
we're looking at the end of the year a Fed funds rate between four and four and a half percent. And, and that is much higher uh, than Wall Street was thinking, which means, unfortunately, uh, things have to go down. Now, there is a little bit of a bright spot until it really falls off. Uh, the banks get paid by the Federal Reserve on these reverse repos where they're not loaning out money. Right? Think about banks right now. No one's buying houses. No one's buying cars. Uh, until these loans start going bad, uh, they've got this excess money. Uh, the banks are going to have a, a helping hand from the Fed here. But this is why the Fed's going to be part of the reason why the Fed's going to be losing money now. Of course, unlike us, the Fed's the only institution that they can lose money forever, and apparently it doesn't matter, Jason. Yeah, I, uh, it, it, they're playing. You know, they're playing a game that they control, though. So I'm sure they'll be they'll be okay in the end. But I, uh, how, how do you like your monetary system now? <laughs> Right, I, we keep telling you this is built on a house of cards, and this is exactly the kind of stuff we're talking about, which is quasi bailouts. This this endless of uh, money uh, uh, printing going into these banks to try to convince you that they're solvent when they know they're not, and then when it really hits the fan, they're coming with this digital currency. And to Jason's point, this has been the plan. They knew they couldn't fix what happened in 08. They knew they couldn't fix it. They papered over it. <laughs> they papered over it until they were ready. The digital stuff, it wasn't ready yet. It's ready now, right? And they're moving as fast as humanly possible to get there. 87,000 IRS agents. The Treasury Secretary telling everybody who will listen, we need to raise taxes. We need to raise taxes. We need to raise taxes, yet we've never collected more taxes. Think about $5 trillion, and it's not enough. Well, Joe, if, 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 I, if the CPI in October is 8.5 or higher in my in my estimation if it's if it's high just a little higher or a lot higher than the 8.3 I that half point rate hike is ridiculous it'll be one point that's that's what I see I see one point or Listen, higher so, some banks are starting to to come to a little bit of grips on reality I want to say it was Wells Fargo uh, that came out uh, yesterday and said, you know what, the Fed just needs to rip the Band-Aid yep. off, yep. saying that they would, they need to consider raising rates by a point and a half, uh, stop this, uh, this, this slow uh, drain that just keeps inflation roaring, uh, and, and that talking about the Fed's funds rate needs to be significantly higher than 4%. You know what the, you know what the Fed is, is what we've been talking about. What the Fed is waiting for is permission. They want the market to tell them, well, you better do a better job. You might as well just, you know, because even Kramer, you know, he's saying it. We just got to do it all at once. You get enough guys saying, you know what, it's just not getting better. Let's just let's just do it fast, rip the Band-Aid off quick. Once the market says that out loud, then, then the Fed can say, well, the market was telling us to do this, so it's a two-point rate hike this time. You, could you imagine an October surprise? Right. <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible. And again, the, there is really only one shining star in, in inflation, and that was the drop in gas. That was it. That was really it. Yep. Everything else. I mean, look at the rail yard workers. 
24% pay increase. What do you think now? Everything in relate, hey, all the things related to rail companies. Now all of those guys are going to want 24% raises, right? The next group wants 24% raises and these guys want 24% raises. And then Walmart's coming out saying, listen, we only want to hire 40,000 seasonal workers. FedEx came out with that bomb uh, last week. And, and then, you know what's so funny? How many articles I read? Well, this may just be a FedEx problem. Yeah. You know, maybe that management team isn't that good. Are you kidding me? How can the CPI? Now what are they going to say? Maybe this is just a Walmart problem. How can the CPI number drop in the scenario you just mentioned? It can't drop. It has to go up. <laughs> so you have to have that. You were just just saying the half point rate hike uh, on the next one. I, I don't see how that's even possible, Joe. That's just it's just it's it's fantasy. It's got to be at least three quarters of a point if if they're just going to keep playing the slow game. But if they get permission from the public from the the. The, the companies you're talking about and some of the uh, the so-called gurus of, of investment, they're like, yo, we better do something now. Well, then, okay, it's not our decision. We're going to go with your advice. So they can point the finger at somebody else by this, besides themselves, Joe. They want to blame okay. somebody else. You they want to blame somebody else. That's the, what the Fed does. That That is really, you know, when when, uh, when we think about what is what is happening here. It's really starting to make more sense now, especially when it comes to they didn't fix it. Look at all the money they're still privately printing into these banks. Janet Yellen's call for all these tax increases, 87,000 uh, 87, IRS agents. Have you not figured it out yet? Are we that dumb? Are our heads so far up our backside we can't see what's right in front of our face? Take the radio news out. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, and uh, $20 Liberties right now, nineteen ninety five. gold's up uh, 6 here, sixteen sixty seven. silver's up 30, uh, right below uh, nineteen fifty. as we're waiting on the Federal Reserve's uh, rate hike announcements. Uh, Jason, this is wreaking havoc. Remember FedEx's warning, saying, listen, this is not just a U.S. problem. We are entering, now they admitted to, we are entering a global recession. A global recession. Uh, last night, the Chinese were out on their state-run media urging for de-dollarization, uh, warning about the financial looting that the Federal Reserve is is inflicting on the rest of the world. And this is part of the problem why a lot of countries uh, really are hoping for something other than the dollar here, Jason, because... As this dollar, you know, because they raise rates, they, they got this strong dollar, right? Think about what it's done to the Japanese yen, right? The Japanese yen falling out of bed. The pound falling out of bed. The euro falling out of bed. Even the Chinese renminbi, uh, all of them are headed lower, causing even more inflation out there. And now China's, China's saying, hey, let's get a new monetary system in place. They've done this to us for the last time. Yeah, Joe, it's funny how uh, we kind of present Americans and American society versus the world. 
Uh, I had a guy on uh, Faking the Truth yesterday, Chuck, and he, he had brought this guy on who was in the middle of watching the Bretton Woods and the, and the gold. And what was actually going on is America held all this gold. And, and he had made observations back in the 40s and 50s about, you know, you know we know that the, uh, the Europeans started taking the gold in the 60s, Joe, but I didn't realize right after Bretton Woods there were several countries that were taking gold every year a little bit. And the idea was don't take too much, just take a little at a time. And throughout the 50s, these European countries were already hating the dollar. So now fast forward to today, these countries got to be pulling the hair out of their head. When they, the Fed just stops printing money, they just stop buying assets, and things go crazy, they've, they've got to feel very insecure, Joe. Of course they don't want dollars. They want something else because they see that this Ponzi scheme you know, is, is falling apart. And I think the Fed, has. I think they have a few tricks up their sleeves. I think uh, they've, they've got a few ways to, to kick the can down the road a little bit possibly and uh, get people to like treasuries again. And we'll see if, if they're able to pull this off, a, a trick that at least, um, in my mind, will maybe kick this can down the road a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, so China now, today the dollar is once again the world's problem. Yep. Hard to believe the prosperity of the United States is clean and moral. Washington keeps laying mines but never removes them. This will eventually explode the United States itself. The incompetence of U.S. financial policymakers has been exposed by the consecutive interest rate hikes that have contributed to the abnormal appreciation of the dollar with the, with the purpose of trying to defuse severe inflation, uh, saying that all worlds, Europe, Asia, the Middle East, and other regions are exploring the path of de-dollarization leading to the inevitable uh, diversification of the international monetary system. And let me just tell you what they're talking about. It's the rise of digital currencies. It's going to be the rise of the digital renembi. Uh, it's going to be tied, I believe this absolutely, to commodities. You better have them. I think here in the United States, uh, I think it's very possible that we may be for. We don't want to do it, but could we be forced to back our digital dollar with gold. That remains to be seen. Uh, but China's making their play, Jason. Yeah. No, everything you said is is where the, the world's been heading. I think it's been heading this way for a long time. It's just that uh, the, the, you know, the, all the chess pieces weren't in the right spot. You know, you have to play the game a little further down. And so uh, what the timeline is on this, we, Joe and I don't, we can't, you know, we can't specifically put a, a prediction that's going to be worth uh, uh, worrying about, but we do know it's going to happen. It's not an it's not an uh, an if it's a when, and Joe, that's why we got to keep saying it. this is a good 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 spot to be buying gold and silver. This is a listen. This is a fantastic spot. Uh, this is really and again, I've been saying you know silver's forming this great bottom here. Gold looks like it's doing the same, and and all of their all of what they're waiting for is the second. They think the Fed is starting to blink. Uh, and now the other thing, too, that's showing some resilience here for gold and silver is now they're like, uh-oh. 
when this soft landing that we kept thinking doesn't look like it's possible, right? Already, uh, corporations are crying, Uncle. Uh, they, they, a few. I mean, some layoffs have started, but the layoffs really haven't started yet. And they're telling the Fed, "We're doing it. Get ready. What are you doing? Slow this down. You need to pause. You're not understanding what's happening." And yet. Again, inflation, Jason, is preventing them from pausing. They can't do it. No, they can't. They can't, Joe. So uh, I guess we'll be uh, we'll be here, and, and we're going to be selling gold and silver the whole time. So uh, give us a call, 800-951-0592. We'll be right back. Final segment coming up. Jack. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold nineteen ninety five for now. We'll wait to see what happens uh, after the Federal Reserve's announcement. Uh, just because it's always pretty volatile uh, after that announcement, uh, gold and silver can move pretty significantly. We'll adjust it accordingly. But already uh, a little different vibe because uh, usually gold and silver are downheaded into the meeting. Uh, they, they weren't down yesterday. They're not down today. Matter of fact, uh, silver's having a, a pretty nice day up almost 30 cents. Gold's up five bucks. Uh, and then the 99-day stretch of the decline in gas prices apparently came to an end today. Uh, it is official. AAA says that prices uh, have rose uh, here over the last week. They're saying that prices at the pump are going to start making their way back higher uh, for right now. Uh, they're saying that they expect the the price uh, of gas to average uh, between three fifty and four dollars a gallon, at least for the next month. But said uh, they expect prices to rise from there. So uh, that was AAA here just a few minutes ago. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, the gas prices are still hot. Never the gas prices never got cheap anyway. So this is definitely the indication, Joe, as you've stated many times. Uh, it's gonna, it's going back up, and it's probably going to get back to even worse situations than we had earlier in the year. Yeah, and and again the uh, the news out of China, and 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 then we start looking at at interest rates. The need now, Janet Yellen already started with, we need more tax revenue. I think that's a really big indicator of how expensive she thinks uh, the government debt is going to get. Uh, because this is, this is substantial here. I think everybody out there uh, has readjusted where they think the Fed's funds rate is going to be at the end of the first quarter of 2023. And, Jason, I think most people have it uh, at five plus, uh, which is way higher uh, than, than people were thinking. I mean, to go from essentially zero to five plus 
you're you're talking about there that's a trillion dollars added to the debt just on interest rate hikes and it's possible next year it it goes up even more if this problem isn't solved joe can you imagine can you imagine well there's only listen i've already told that i ever i hope you believe me i do and i hope you're preparing because there's only one solution and that is massive demand destruction massive not a little bit massive and of course what does that mean that means depression like here's the problem what has the fed been doing for 50 plus years anytime there's any pain any pain they print money well there's nowhere to go now because guess what you went to zero you, you covered up your financial mistakes and didn't want to clean up too big to fail. You wanted everyone to, to believe in you, and you had the answers. You didn't have the answers. Well, you did have the answers. You just didn't want to tell us the answers. Uh, and now those answers are, are wreaking havoc, Jason. That's right, Joe. That's right. You know, the, uh, things are getting ready to freeze up. Businesses are going to stop producing. You know, it's, it's one thing to complain about the traffic, right, Joe? Oh, look at all this traffic. Oh, it's terrible. Well, just remember back to 2020 when the, uh, the COVID thing came in and they just shut everything down and there was no traffic. A little spookier, Joe, when stuff freezes up and people can't uh, do anything, right? 800-951-0592. Jason and I, were coming right back with a half-empty cup. 